Hello, my little cutie patootie. Episode 29 of the It's Always Something podcast, a podcast about everyday peasant pedestrian life. Life isn't always perfect. It's always something. My name is JD. The show is produced by Hurley and Big Night Media. And today on episode 29, we have a queen who's worth the wine and dine, a quality dime who's so divine. She's a nine. She stood the test of time and she's a partner. Uh, she was with a part. I want to start over again. Okay, Hold start on. over. Today on episode 29, we have a queen who is worth the wine and dine, a quality dime who's so divine. She's a nine. She stood the test of time and she's a partner who was with me at AMP till the finish line. Line, former Miss Massachusetts, former Patriots cheerleader, but her biggest accomplishment was being my former co-host. Is Julia Scaparelli? Wait, did you say I'm only a nine? Yeah, because you can't 10. be a ten. No, you can't. I'm be a, a 10. ten, you jerk. No, no one's a ten. Thank you for that rap. That was lovely. You're welcome. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, you're not perfect, so that's why I, I had to make you a nine. All right. Fuck! I messed up the intro though. That would have been so cool if I got that right. On that's the okay. First I make time. you nervous. I think. Do you, do you think since we've been friends, you just make me <laughs> yeah, nervous make all the nervous. time? Uh, I normally have my laptop here and let's just dive right in. I had, so over the weekend before I went to Seattle, I had, uh, I, I was fortunate enough to have a gig at like the Thursday before I left, which was last week. And it was at this spot called Hefe and Lowell. And I have been told a million times that I should have never gone to Lowell mm-hmm. to begin with, yeah. which is where uh, UMass Amherst is, which I, is a huge party school. No, UMass no, Amherst no, no, no. Is UMass Amherst. Lowell is <laughs> in UMass Lowell. Lowell. Oh, okay. UMass Lowell. It's funny how it works like that. <laughs> It's all the same shit. Anyway, a girl spilled a Corona all over my laptop, which is ironically the first time that has ever happened Mm. to me as a DJ where someone literally like, you know, like the gulp, gulp out of the Corona, like, Oh, you saw it happen. I saw it happen like slow motion. And normally I'm kind of all over this, but you know, chaos of the night. It was a heat of the moment and I looked over and then by the time I got some napkins and soaked it up, I was like, I am fucked. And then my laptop turned off like 30 seconds later and I had a flight the next morning to Seattle to do these fangirl fantasy shows. Uh, and I had no laptop. And so I'm like scrambling and I'm worried and I'm freaking out. It was only like 1130. So I have to, I drove with my friend Danny there. So I'm just sitting there basically on the verge of fucking tears. Aww. Cause my whole laptop, yeah. I like I am Right now in my life, I am worthless to society. Like being a DJ is basically all I have left to contribute to the world oh, at that's this not time. True, but okay, a little somewhat, bit. or just someone that you can call at any time because they don't have anywhere to be. And so I was tripping, and and everyone was like faded and you know doing things, and you know. So we went to this after party. Basically, so because I had a friend who was at the gig that was like, hey, you can use my laptop. You know, I don't have any of your stuff on it, but we can program Serato, which is the, the program I use the DJ. Oh, he was going to let you bring it to yeah, Seattle? Yeah, he was going to let me bring it to Seattle. You this good this, friends. Yeah, right? Like yeah. Boston's a very loyal market. You know, these people actually care about yeah. you, believe it or not. Yeah. And they saw the struggle that was on my face. It's kind of like a DJ's come together type moment. Yeah, that's actually really sweet. Right? Yeah. And so we go back, you know, to figure out my, my laptop situation. And it just, it was chaos. And um, it was starting to get too much for me where I was like really worried. My flight was in T minus like three hours and uh, the guy didn't have iTunes and it was just a lot. And then my, my boy DJ Hectic came in ironically and was like, you can take my laptop dog. <gasps> 
I love DJ Hectic. Yeah. And so he just, he's been basically a father figure to yeah. me as far as just in general. You and, owe him uh, big. I owe him big. Yeah. You're going to have to I, bury some bodies I, with DJ Hectic. I hate owing favors, yeah, especially yeah, of like him. that magnitude. I hate. Because you're lucky he yeah. didn't have a DJing gig. He did. And so, but he was so like. What did he do? Well, he, he just was like, you know. He this probably is, has two laptops. He, he could find, right. Yeah. But no one really thinks like that. Someone was like, why didn't you have an extra laptop? I'm sorry. Do you have an extra 3K lying? around True. that you could just have that shit it just i i uh i was panicking and i was but i was oddly really uh not stressed out either which is weird you know like if you ever come across a super stressful situation but you're calm mm -hmm. i like felt this sense of calm i think it was jesus uh, and I mean. and so i'm trapped and so then i managed to get everything but we're doing visuals we're doing music videos and i managed to get everything for my Seattle gigs, but it was like all the way leading up to this event at six o'clock that next day mm. in Seattle. Mm. Um, I was just stressing, dude. It was just bad. It was just bad. Hey, man. you made it work though. Made it work. Uh, so now I'm finally, you know, like you back up everything. Okay. I back up everything. I'm just, this is a reminder that it, when you don't think you need to back your computer up, back it up, mm -hmm. back it up, put it on a USB, whatever you need to do. So, I feel so much better now. Yeah, I mean, you still seem a little <laughs> yeah. stressed. Well, but we're not all the way, like, until I see everything in my laptop and, you know, resetting passwords and right. all of those things, I, I won't really be okay until mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. you know, has that ever happened to you, Hurley, where you're someone's to spill some shit on you? Luckily, no. Good. <laughs> What's That's coming? all I can say. Oh, I, I just feel <laughs> No, it's not a threat. I just feel, I feel like a, it's like a foul ball. Everyone in their life, the foul ball, if you ever go to a baseball game, I always believe that someone is a foul ball is going to come your way at some point. That's never happened to me either. What's coming? Well, I'm just coming. All of these empty God. threats are coming. Uh, so Julia used to be my my former co-host for the, the last few years of AMP. I've had three. And I will say, I don't want to pick favorites because you are all my children. Yeah. But um, I really loved you. Was you I number really one? Great. I'm not, you know, all of you were great because I've done media training too. Mm. So I feel like you wouldn't answer that question by picking your favorite, but I'd probably say you're up there. Okay. You're number one though. Not number three. You're in my top three by far. But, no, but I'm not number three though. No, you're not number okay, three. Okay, oh, okay. no, 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 okay. no. No, you're right. not. So I'm one three. or two. Yeah. Okay. And we, we have so, me and Julie have so many memories together. Uh, I don't even know where to begin on. If you like, um, when you see the visuals for this week, I wore an NSYNC shirt to the backstreet boys show and julia's yeah, favorite to be group. mean to me that's why you did that i needed something to do so i was just was trolling people Isn't you trolled me all the time and i never told you by the way well you you had the uh, ability to do it <laughs> i never not, did though because i'm a nice person okay well i enjoy doing it so i mean you had your opportunities and I had a great time at that show. And then at the after party, I remember Nick Carter. We were like at the table, like literally next to two of the Backstreet Boys. As soon as they left, I immediately became depressed. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe this night is over. It's my best night of my life. Julia loves the Backstreet Boys mm -hmm. more than anyone ever. So like that's that's your um that's like that's your mountaintop. To yeah, I guess. I, I They're agree. my number ones. I, and you know what? Millennium was my my first album, I think, that I remember buying. Heck yeah. Like, How old I, were you? I don't remember. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't young. That's for sure. In the year Someone 2000. Was, How old were you? Uh, 13. Okay, there you go. 
Yeah, I was 13. I remember someone driving me to go get the album. <laughs> At least you weren't driving. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, NSYNC was my first show, so I'm, I have a hard time figuring out who I'm going to be loyal to. Do you have, what are your pros and cons with working with me? Because, listen, mm. Julie has the intimate experience as far as, like, being in the studio with me every single day, and uh, not a lot of people see the behind-the-scenes work. How would you... Describe. I don't, I don't remember any serious cons, like nothing mm. where I like wanted to kill you or nothing you know. that you talk shit about behind my back to anyone. No, I mean, what would be I mean, the thing you would a, complain the most about behind my back? The thing I would complain the most about probably that. No, I actually don't even know. I felt like we were great together. Yeah, no, I agree. Because we were friends first. It's Something kind of like a I, relationship. You yeah. know, we, we were such good friends before, but that's bullshit. Something that was a con? Yeah. Well, you, I don't want you to make up one out of nowhere, but... I really can't think of any instances. Mm. Yeah. Was I mean, it, it was your show, so I was very, like, understanding of that, that, you know, you were number one and I was your co-host. Fucking so. right. Fucking right. Yeah, that's a number one rule. I mean, I was eventually going to take over the show. We know that, but... <laughs> I, could, I could have seen that. I could have <laughs> understood that. Well, I, I think, plus, I think you had so much experience in like the media world. Mm. I think it was pretty easy for you to adapt to this. Well, and I'm tough. So like every time you would rag on me or give me hard questions or would, I don't know, I could handle it. Right. I was in the pageantry world. Like I was being judged on what I looked like. So (laughs) radio was easy. Facts. No, and I, (laughs) and I miss those. I mean, shoot. I remember, do you remember the Red Sox parade where, um, uh, who threw something off the duck? Wait, bo- this well, is actually yeah. awesome. Yeah. So somebody threw a nip. That's what we call it here in New England. You know that, right? Yeah, I know that now. <laughs> okay. Threw a nip off the duck boat. You caught it and you chugged it. Chugged it. And then do you remember what we did? Uh, right after? No. So then when I was a Patriots cheerleader you did and that. I was in the Super Bowl parade, yeah. I threw you a nip, you caught it and you chugged and I it. Ju- oh, dude. It's, it was like full circle. It's pretty fucking tight. It's pretty, yeah. We'll throw we'll throw a clip up of that because I feel like the visual of it was so good. Mm-hmm. And it was like, th- I think oh, you filmed it Oh, that's a con. Too. Amp was, didn't allow us to post it because you weren't allowed to be like drinking alcohol. Ugh. Remember? So we, we had this great content and we weren't allowed to post it. That's a huge con. That, that is what I yeah. do not miss about radio. Yeah. I do not miss uh, being told that I can't post something purely because- they're they're looking out for the station's interest mm-hmm. instead of you know what real things are happening. Yeah, like Kiss One Eight wasn't doing that at the time, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah, I mean, who? It's fucking awesome. I know the Patriot Super Bowl parade. I threw you a nip and you chugged it, and we weren't allowed to post it. <laughs> it's kind of bullshit. I mean, that's just the. I don't want to say that's the karma because I do miss the radio station. I feel like I've gotten everyone in the building up here. I feel like you're the last person I that, I've, that I've asked. <laughs> okay, well, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know. Well, so since the pandemic, you decided to start your own small business. Mm. Great timing, by the way. And oh, fuck you. <laughs> it was great timing, actually. <laughs> so tell people about um, what you do now, like your, your line of work. Yeah. So I pretty much had a midlife crisis at age 29. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I was turning 30. It was the pandemic. We all lost our jobs. I kind of felt like I worked my ass off my whole life. And then I was sitting on the couch every day, like twiddling my fingers, being like, okay, what the fuck now? Like now what? Mm -hmm. And so when I started applying to jobs, I was like, I don't want to work here. Why am I doing this? This is Mm -hmm. not what I want to be doing. And fashion has always been something in my life, but I guess I never thought of it as a career. And then I was like, wait, 
I have X amount of dollars in my savings account. The time is now. I don't have kids. I don't have a mortgage. Let's let's go for it. So I launched June 3rd. It's been going amazing. Um, we've only been open for like five months now. When you say we're, I like... <laughs> Are you, doing, are you doing that? I mean, it's just me. Okay. <laughs> but like, that's how you have to talk. Okay. We have to say we, because it's a brand. It's a company. You read that in a book? We'll be growing soon. So yeah, we'll be growing. All right. All right. No, <laughs> I just, I was curious. What is that like? Yeah, a business, we. business ethics 101. It is. That's where you got that yeah, from? Yeah, because I don't want to say I. Listen, I, I have to, I have to commend you for, for doing something like that because I feel like the clothing industry, mm. it, I mean, just like the- it's oversaturated. The, correct. Totally. Yeah, it's super oversaturated. Mm-hmm. So what makes you think that you can create the separation for yourself that your shit is going to stick out more than anywhere else? So I think something that people learned during the pandemic is shop small, shop local, support your own community. Why? Because there were small businesses left and right closing during the pandemic. You couldn't get your, you know, your favorite coffee from your coffee shop. You couldn't go and dine at your favorite restaurant. Like all these local places were shutting down because of the pandemic. And I think there was this huge shift of like, okay, why am I going to shop at Forever 21 and give my money to this multi-billion dollar company where I can give it to somebody that lives down the street and she's supporting her kid? Well, I can answer that because one place has tight clothing and I know they have fly shit all the time. No, and there's the other a huge one. shift. I even think about it. I don't go to Starbucks anymore. I don't go to Dunkin' Donuts anymore. I always, I do local. Same thing for restaurants and stuff. I always support local now. That's, that's something that the pandemic taught me to do. I'm not fighting you on it because I really agree <laughs> with you. But if like, if the coffee tastes good somewhere or if the clothes look good somewhere, I like, I understand I would rather buy local yeah, too, but if you don't got tight shit, then why would I fucking care? But I do have tight. Well, I don't that's speak the way you about. do, but <laughs> yes, I do have quote unquote tight shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so as you're going through that process of figuring mm. out what clothes you want to, I mean, t- I'm stupid at that, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So take me through, because I remember you said something along the lines of like you'll pick out something from somewhere. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm trying. Can you tell me? Yeah. So the internet. Yeah. It's a great place. Um. So there's thousands, millions of vendors out there that you can order from. Um. So. That's honestly what I spend most of my time doing is picking out pieces that I think people will like. You from independent designers, you know, like is it? Yeah, a speci- small vendors. Yeah, yeah okay. small brands. Yep. When you say mm-hmm. small vendors, what does that mean? I don't understand what that means. Like a cl- like this jacket. Mm-hmm. There's a tag on it. I don't know what the name of the brand is, but I'm buying from them, so okay. they only sell to boutiques. Love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so it's yeah. not like I'm buying from Forever 21 or Free People or H&M. I'm buying from vendors. And what they do is they're, they're just creating clothes and warehouses. Right. And when you start a new business mm. or start a new venture for anything, you know, your friends are always hella supportive. And especially like you have a good sense in fashion, you know. So Thank I've, you. Yeah, you're welcome. So I, it makes sense. And I feel like the you're not going to, you're not, especially if you own a business, you're not going to put out something that's shitty. No, I so. even get embarrassed sometimes. Like sometimes I look back even now and I'm like, oh, like that wasn't as good as it could have been. Mm. Like I was lazy that day. I just clicked by because I was tired and you know, I'm, I'm learning as I go. Like I really want the pieces to be the best. Right. And it's, you want, and it I want to the be quality something. to be the best too. Right. If it goes through, I don't, in the wash or I don't know if like <laughs> women normally dry clean their dresses. I don't know how like. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about the fabric. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So the normal wear and tear for a woman, 
for a woman is the same as yeah. us men. Like my quality is better than better than Target, better than Forever Twenty One, better than those big, you know, box brands. And yeah. Them all. It's hard. I just feel like that is such a in hard industry to crack. So my question was, you know, when you have the the first initial wave of your friends like supporting you and buying your shit, yeah. what happens when the that wave, what have you seen since that wave for you has like died down, you know, from the initial launch of it? Yeah, I'll be honest. The first day, right, was probably the biggest day I had in sales because all my friends, my family, everybody that I ever knew bought something on that day. Mm-hmm. But... The great thing is that a lot of people that have purchased from me and maybe they only did because they were quote unquote supporting me, which I love, you know, that's so super nice. They're coming back and they're buying more. So I'm like, okay, they're not just, yes, they want to support me, but they're actually liking what they're getting. And you know, what's even cooler is like, I get strangers all the time buy stuff from me. And I'm like, how did the hell does this person know who I am? And so I do like a little Instagram stalking, little Facebook stalking. I'm like, okay, that person was cousins with this person or that person I was in my sorority at URI and I haven't talked to her in 10 years, but she's still following me and likes my stuff. So throw, throw out the website right now. Shopjunethird.com. Awesome. And well, so when, um, when people like, is it pretty affordable? Like for yes. what you do, would you say your clothing everything is affordable Everything is under $100. Is? <clears throat> is that That's good? That's my thing. Free okay. shipping and everything's under $100. Totally, it's good. And I've seen that you've written hand, do you still like I write? I still write handwritten notes. Yeah, because I want that connection. My goal is to have that store. I'm such a people person mm-hmm. and I do. I wish that I could be in the store and a customer could walk in and I, you know, she's nervous for her first date and I could dress her so that she feels confident and beautiful and she's ready to, you know, hit the town, is what my mom would say. Dude, Julia (laughs) wants to be, uh, there are some people in your life that just want to be grandma so bad. Like you just are yearning to be 70. Like you're, you think you're, you think you live in dog years. I think that's what you do. I think you're like, I'm 30, but I'm actually 190. I love people. And Listen, all women struggle with confidence. It's a thing. I grew up, you know, looking at magazines in the, you know, late 90s, early 2000s where people were skinny and anorexic and like that's who we were looking up to. Mm. So my era of like of women, yeah, we struggle. And Gen Z, I think, is doing a little bit better with, you know, body positivity and stuff. But yeah, and I think clothes, again, this can sound stupid, but it was my superpower. And a lot of the times where I felt insecure or I felt like I couldn't do something, I'd pick out a kick-ass outfit and I'd be ready to conquer their day. So, like, that's kind of my goal with the brand is I want women to not be afraid and do whatever the hell they want and just, you know, have a nice outfit on to make them feel like they can. When you look good, you play good. Yes. Purely. And I will, so what have you learned on the business side of things? Oh, I've learned a lot. Because it's not just like that. <laughs> and shit. I have I mean, a lot more to learn. Yeah, I mean, you're you're like in the trenches, so you're you're looking at bottom line, you're looking at investment stuff. Like, yeah. so what has been the um, what's been the hardest thing? So business-wise? okay, so you know how I said we earlier. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> basically me, but God bless Jared Rizzo, my boyfriend of nine years, who has been through a lot with me. Um, he has worked for Converse for about eight years, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's the shoe industry, but he's he's used to reporting to the CEO of Converse of X amount of SKUs and units and millions of dollars and you should go on sale and yeah, you know, like he's like a legit person in Converse. Mm -hmm. So when he's dealing with my numbers, it's something he can do in like five minutes. And he's like, you know, magic wand, this is what you should do. Does he have a portion of the company? Because I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what he gets out of this. Just that's the goal. No, he'll probably be a Converse for the rest of our lives. But wouldn't that be cool if I could hire him? Yeah, it would be. 
Does he want to do that? Totally. I just feel like things are to so- To work for me, he could do whatever the hell he wanted. What kind of boss are you? I'm a nice boss. I like to get shit done. I yeah. hold people accountable, but- You're an executor? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just, I'm like- You don't become to- Miss Massachusetts not being an executor. Listen, and I, and I that's another thing I probably should have brought up in the beginning. I that shit is so difficult. Yeah, and I remember thank you for saying that. I, me- I remember the process that the processes that you were going through during that whether it was the things you're eating, whether it was uh the the training for answers, whether it was dude, like why even do it? <laughs> okay, so Way back when, when I was a little girl, I was probably, I don't know, six or seven, Susie Castillo, she was from Lynn, Latina, gorgeous. She was Miss USA and she was in the Halloween, excuse me, she was in the Halloween parade in Salem. And for whatever reason, my mom was like, oh my God, Julia, that's Miss USA. She's from Lynn, which is a town over from where I grew up. And I was like, oh my God, like this girl is from Lynn and she's Miss USA. And for whatever reason, I just became obsessed. Mm. That's it? That's Simple it. Simple as that? When I was six years old, I saw Miss USA in a parade, and I was like, I want to be her. She was just so confident and beautiful and radiant and speaks so well and just perfection. Okay, so now I have, I don't even know if I've ever asked you this. When you won it, yeah. and you know, after the year reign or whatever, was that mm-hmm. everything you would have wanted it to be and everything you expected it to be and like the, the absolute, such a highlight accomplishment was it worth your while? Totally. And to this day, I look back and I'm like, I still can't believe I won. So I'm still very involved in the pageant How world. many times did you try? Three times. Okay. One of my three time, th- third time. Um, but I'm still very much involved. I do choreography for the pageant. I coach girls. What so the I'm fuck s- does that mean? Choreography? You're not. So I run rehearsals all weekend. So I'm like telling over 150 girls how to walk on stage, you know, line them up in order. The judges are here. Look at the judges. Like... I'm the girl with the microphone and yelling at girls on stage. That's what I do every for the pageant weekend. Sounds like a sport. <laughs> yeah, it's a and hard job. Pretty, and you do pretty well at it. Yeah, Jake Bailey said that I'm the Bill Belichick of pageants. Jake Bailey <laughs> is a punter for the New England Patriots, by the way. Because I wear a headset. I'm literally wearing a headset during the production. He's like, you're just like Bill Belichick. And I'm like, uh, I want to go there, but... <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, Julia brought her and then. So Julia was also a cheerleader and she Mm. won. (laughs) She won. Yes, I Um, did. We have two Super Bowl rings here. And gosh, there's nothing better than I would assume working for an organization and them winning. Like no matter what sport you're in. So you got to go to both the Super Bowls and the one you guys got stomped in against Philly. Yeah, I went to three Super Bowls. So you got to go to three Super Bowls. You got two rings out of it. And I'm assuming that was just the greatest experience, too. I'll be honest, I kind of get sad when I talk about my 20s because my 30s are going to be like being a mom, taking care of my kids. Like, I mean, is it the womp, womp, womp face? I'm sure it's going to be great. I mean, I'm going to have a very different outlook of life. But my 20s were like something there. They were magical. Like they really, you know that stupid quote from like The Office where you like don't know you're in the good times. I, yeah, I wish they could tell you that you're in the good times <laughs> before they're old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah. Like yeah. that's how I feel. Like I was at the Super Bowl with, I know you don't like Tom Brady, but he really I is. I like him now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's the greatest quarterback of all time. So He's going to be good. in the yeah. history books of football. Like like little boys love Tom, right? I worked with Tom Brady and Bel- Bill Belichick. We would mm. walk by each other in the tunnels. The Super Bowl, I'm like at 
the Super Bowl after party with the biggest celebrities in the world till like 4 a.m. What is like, the, what is life? What did you use to your advantage the most? What, like, I, I'm a Patriots cheerleader. I do it, did this. Like, what was your biggest stunt that you used your profession to get somewhere? I mean, the radio gig, just like everything. The, my followers on social media, I wouldn't be able to have launched a clothing business without my followers on Instagram, which mm. sounds stupid, but like that following that I have carried me and w enabled me to launch, you know, an online business. You know, it was super crazy too, because I didn't see any free tickets out of any of the years that you were with the Patriots. So I'm pretty sure that we was We didn't get free too. ones. We had to pay for How them. How the fuck do you not get free tickets? As Cheerleaders don't get free ones. You, you, you got season tickets, but you had to pay for them. Well, actually, did you know the players don't get free tickets? The players well, have to pay for them, too. I do know that. I didn't. I mean, yeah, I th I, th I do know yeah. that for playoff games and Super Bowl. I mean, Bowl they make millions they of dollars. Yeah, they can afford really, it. It's but. really not shit. Um, well, that's a little bit of, of Julia personally, and I really do miss the... I miss the night show. We did just, like, some of the shit... I, I want to throw up some of the... Um, oh, oh, God, what I is he going to do? Yeah, sometimes I look back and I just get really uncomfortable hurley do you remember when we did the raps every week for the patriots yes i do Tony, they were good right yeah <laughs> so julia we'll put up a couple julia and i we would i mean we'd rap about each week of the patriots you know whether they won or lost and they always fucking won dude of like they it, did. Just, it was so annoying patriots. it was so annoying when you saw those every week did were there any of them that like made you really uncomfortable or like were you pretty much vibing with them every week don't lie either uh to be honest i can't really remember all of them as they were like 17 of them years 16. ago yeah <laughs> i got more shit than you did why People dragged me for when I rapped. Well, yeah, you. But yeah, I mean that was a that was a given, you know. <laughs> but hey, I put myself out there. I'm okay being a crazy weirdo person. You that's know? that's what I'll get. I mean, there were so many things that Julia did behind the scenes that like that put me in a tremendous position uh, to win. You know. Yeah. Well, a lot of people. Th I mean, okay, this is what I will say about pageantry and cheerleading. I definitely had to fit in that box where, like, I couldn't be swearing, I couldn't be drinking alcohol on social media, like, I couldn't be like, I really had to be the good girl. And I'm happy that I was in my twenties. It really kept me, you know, mm -hmm. a little sane. But once that was all over and I was on your radio show, it was kind of like I don't know, a door opened and I could be say, yourself. Yeah, be myself a little bit more. Yeah, and it was a my show was a little risky. <laughs> You know, I mean, there was just sometimes you just had to talk loud, mm -hmm. you know, so I could I could understand how freeing that probably felt. And wait, actually, I've wanted to say this to you for a while. Can I can you admit that I was the first person ever to like Machine Gun Kelly? Because now that he's so big, it's annoying. When, when you mean like Machine Remember Gun Kelly? Remember how obsessed I was with him? Before the Megan Fox era, yeah, and I'll now he's everywhere. Yeah, I'll give you credit for that. I mean, what would you like? I'm annoyed. <laughs> That's what you've been waiting now to I tell don't me. like him because now I don't like him. I liked him when he was, you know, not dating Megan Fox. Do you like that he switched genres? I think he needed to. God, mm. he's so, not a good rapper. <laughs> I, I didn't think he was that bad. Eh, not my type of music. I will admit, yeah. I mean, if that's what you've He's been waiting angry. so long to ask me or to tell me, then yes, I'll give you the no, credit. Was, people didn't even know who he was. I didn't. Why even do know you who want that credit? Why do Why do people want know. that? You, know, you like to be the first to like something. You're I'm never someone like that. who's someone who's you own Steph Curry. 
Yeah, what'd you say? I what? <laughs> like you, that's part of your brand. Well, yeah. That I mean, you're obsessed with him. Well, I'm not obsessed with him. He's our nation's hero. I feel like a lot of people are obsessed with him. But, but that's a part of your brand. It's a part of my brand. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is, but he's a good person. And Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly is also a good person, but he's also dark. Yeah. You know, I'm, I know, but I was the first one into it before Megan Fox. Okay. Well, let's all, let's all put our powers together and give Julia the credit she deserves Thank you. for liking Machine Gun Kelly, who was already a platinum selling artist before the credit for liking him first. But it also makes me sad because clearly I would have been his type if I ever met him, you know? I have the dark hair, the light eyes. <laughs> yeah. I missed my opportunity. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Can we, can we dive into that real quick? Because I do remember, I'm like, uh, there were some people that we would like bring up and I and Machine Gun Kelly is one of those people, and you're just like, I don't think I'm sexually ready for that. Like, <laughs> no, definitely not. Well, now it's coming up with her, what him and Megan do. I mean, I, it's just like things are invented. I just, yeah. I didn't know they exist. No, I mean, yeah, it's pretty daunting, isn't that pretty scary? Like, what could happen? I mean, no, like if you walked I mean, in that's right not how now, I look at sex, but. <laughs> <laughs> if um, if like if you walked in right now, yeah. And he wanted like the room to just you two, and you were single. Oh, okay, then yes. Yeah, yeah. You would let things happen. Totally. Wow, good for I would, you. I would close my eyes <laughs> and just let it ride. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I would like to move on quickly. Um, okay, sorry. Um, I want to actually kind of like switch gears completely and go into because we are getting into the uh, friendsgiving portion mm. side of things. For Thanksgiving, and because I, it obviously is, is there like a national Friendsgiving day or is it any time from now until Thanksgiving? Is it the weekend before? I is it no always clue. the weekend before? I, I don't no know. Clue. No one ever invites me. I don't have any friends, so I've no never clue. been to a Friendsgiving. I don't feel like, I'm always on the road or something like that, but you've been to a bunch of Friendsgivings, right? I have. I want, I want to ask you, um, what is the correct amount of people for a Friendsgiving? Oh, um, I guess it depends. I've been to two. I've been like to an intimate Friendsgiving and I've been to a, a banger Friendsgiving. So, yo, our, fr our mutual friend, Tontera, I went to his family's place for Thanksgiving and we were wearing like bandanas. We were playing games. We were drinking. Yeah. Like, they move furniture around. They move furniture around. Shit is yeah. lit as fuck. And then I just remember him going, Hey, we're about to play this game with Hennessy. I was like, ah, I gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, you see you guys hang. around. I'm like, hang. dude. Yeah, so I'm I'm always curious as to like if there's an exact number and like what's the what's the proper dish to bring to a friend's giving. So I like to bring cheese potatoes. Oh, so you like cook cook because I feel like there are two kind of people. There are people that I believe should cook the entire main course, which is the people that are hosting the Thanksgiving. Yeah, they should make the turkey. Right, because mm -hmm. there's too many events that could lead mm -hmm. to. Um, chaos yeah they need to cook the so they need to I cook agree. the the main the main bird yep and there are the people that bring the pies yep and pies equal laziness they equal um, no pies are delicious and if you get them at a bakery i would love you forever so you don't look down upon because i'm a pie guy like because it's just the least inconvenient as long as you're not getting it from like stop and shop or market basket you got to get it from your local bakery yes I and i think forever. okay well then i feel like you have to announce that you got it from your local bakery. Like well, if no, I came it comes in, and, in the box. You know where it is coming from because it says it right on top of the box and you open it up and there is the pie. But no one really even like has 
pie, I feel like. No one really goes like What Friendsgivings are you going? None. But I'm just saying, I don't feel like anyone, anytime I've ever been to a party, no one eats dessert. Pie, what? No one ever eats the desserts. I skip dinner. (laughs) I skip dinner. I don't eat food. I just have a glass of champagne. I go right to dessert. Well, That's how I keep my figure. <laughs> well, and the people, same. And <laughs> well, the people that bring pies are always like the cheapest too. I'm saying a lot about myself. It's just the least um, inconvenience because, because mm. can you really tell a friend that their dish is shitty if they cook it? Like, you know, like if you made those potatoes and you brought them over and I was like, I don't really know. I wouldn't bring these. them over if they were shitty. Yeah. I would throw them away and probably, yeah, buy a pie and show up. Your protocol is, can you tell the person if they have a shitty dish? Yes, you can. Whew. All right. Totally. Um, Make it better next time. I, I just am so scared. Like, if, if I were to, like, cook something that no one's going to like it. So that's why I want to resort to things that I can just buy. You're a good cook, though. I am a good cook, but not, I just, I, but then when, like, that pressure comes of, like, you're doing it for that many people, I just feel like there's a large believe cloud Believe in of yourself. I'll dress you in June 3rd so you believe in yourself. Talk about it, bitch. That's right. <laughs> Dream, believe, achieve. Um, can you, uh, do you play games for a Friendsgiving? I mean, yeah. Don't you play games? I have only really been to... It's just like any other party that you go to, except there's a lot of food, so a lot of people are stuffed. What games do you play? Uh, dice, right? Is that what you call it? Die? Where you like throw the die and it goes around the table? I don't like people that say that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like people that say throw the die. It's dice. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Do you ever call it die, Hurley? Well, die is one of them. A die is one. So it would be dice. You're throwing two. Okay, you throw the dice. But I think the game's called, I don't know. Never played it. Or left, right, center. Easy. I don't know what left, right, center is. It's something to do with cards and I don't know. Something to do with it. But do you, you, like if you were to throw a Friendsgiving, would you play a game? I'm all about games. I'm very competitive. Before dinner. After dinner. After dinner. Okay. Yeah. I got you. You get there. Mm -hmm. You have some drinks. The apps come out, mm-hmm. then everybody sits down, you eat dinner together. Someone, usually the male of the house, will make a speech. Oh, a speech? Yeah, Friendsgiving has speeches. Okay. And then you eat your food, and then as dessert slash games are happening. I actually looked up a game that I like to, pr- multiple games that I feel like people can be a part of for Friendsgiving. Okay, let's hear them. This is, this is actually pretty tight. The Macy's Day Parade drinking game where you record the Macy's Day Parade and you watch it later. And I guess you, you make it a drinking game, like take a drink if you see like a Disney float fly you know, I'm by. I'm obsessed with the Macy's Day Parade. Really? I am. I love parades. I told you I love parades. <laughs> I love parades and I love fireworks. The Macy's Day Parade, I've still, my mom brought my sister. She didn't bring me. She brought my sister to New York. They saw the Macy's Day Parade. I've never seen it live. I literally, you are one of one to say, I love parades. I freaking love parades. I love parades. What do you love about parades? I love the dancing, the music. I, I, well, I mean, the Thanksgiving Day Parade's pretty funny because it's always like D-list celebrities singing and they're just like lip syncing. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Rockettes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They always perform. So you you actually really love. I, n- I don't miss it. Ever. I wake up on Thanksgiving and I watch it. Wow. Okay. Well, I don't, I mean, so when they said record it, yeah, I guess you could DVR it or whatever, but that would be, I feel like that'd be a fun drinking totally, game. Totally. Let's do it. Like what other things could you do for... I mean, you're the parade girl, so what? Yeah. Like, what other things during that parade can people just give them a few drinking like ideas? Like every time Al Ro- Roker, what's his name? Al Roker. 
every time he our says rocker. something, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Anytime he gets on. Yeah. 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 What's um. What would be what's a what's a common like float there? Somebody trips when they're holding like this the the big float thing the uh the whatever they're called a float. They're not a float the, though. The float is what they stand on. Mm-hmm. The big inflatables. Balloons, yeah. Like the balloons. Yeah. Do you remember one went free once? Do you remember that? No. Mm-hmm. That happened a couple of years ago. What was you it? You never know what's going to happen with the parade because it's live. <laughs> That's why I also love parades because they're live. All right, Seacrest. <laughs> Just like you don't want to miss the parade. It's live. Anything goes on no, live. No, anything television. can happen. Yeah, anything I understand. Can happen. See, Even during COVID, that's the one thing they didn't cancel was the Thanksgiving Day parade. So they did cancel it. Well, so they didn't allow an audience, but they still did a parade. Well, like a half parade, like just a street, I guess. Oh, all right. We'll take a shot if the parade happens. Yep. That's a good starter. Mm-hmm. And then Al Roker, mm-hmm. that's a good shot. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime they bring up Christmas, I feel would be a good time yeah, to well, take you know, a shot. Santa ends Santa, the parade. Santa ends the parade. Are you again? Are you one of those people that's against? Talking about Christmas before Thanksgiving? No, 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 no. Why is that something? I feel like that's something people like. If I listen to Mariah Carey in July, (laughs) if I'm having a bad day in the summer, if you ever, I know everybody hates the song during Christmas, right? Because it's on over and over and over again. But if you're having a bad day in the summertime, put on "All I Want for Christmas." It will make your day. Dude, play that shit (laughs) at a bar. People are fucked up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Are you against remixes? To all I want for Christmas, do you want? The I like OG? the one that she's done with Justin Bieber, ah. but that's it. I yeah. don't like the Ariana Grande and I, stuff. That's something that's such a um, the fake care awards that people are really like. No, no, you can't play. Man, bump that shit for two months. Mm-hmm. I just recently saw that meme where it's like you can celebrate Christmas from November first to you know right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Celebrate Thanksgiving and then until the you know till Christmas. I li- I like that idea. That's what I do. Wait, say that again. So basically you're celebrating Christmas all of November and December yeah. and then you just take a day off for Thanksgiving. You celebrate Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think like why do people, I, I honestly think they fake care. Like it's just something for them to contribute. They get annoyed. They yeah. don't like the crowds. But what they are they like really the annoyed of? They're bah humbugs. Like why, why, why would you be upset if a Christmas tree was up right now? It's the traffic. It's the shopping. It's the pressure. People hate their families. It's like the number one suicide. People commit suicide during the holidays. It's like the number one time of year. Just stats suicide. to break that up because I don't want you spreading misinformation right now, on the show. I swear to God, it's. I mean, you've heard it before. Don't point him to this poor guy out. You know about the suicides, right? Oh, yeah, no, I'm very keen on all that stuff. Jesus. <laughs> My God. It's true, though. You forgot how smart I was. I totally forgot that that could take a 180 fast, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, no, well, everyone think positive about and have the Christmas spirit. But you're right. This is a kind of a crazy time for the year. And maybe people do get in that mindset of uh, they don't want to worry about having to buy gifts until December. Right. Well, and so my sister, she's like anti-everything. She's gothic. She's anti-government, anti-religion, anti- She vaccinated? No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so she's like anti-Santa. She's like, how could you lie to your kids, Julia, about Santa Claus? Mm. And I threatened her. And I said, when I have kids, if you tell them Santa's not real, I will never speak to you again. How long are you going to wait till you break the news to them? I never will. They'll have to figure it out from school. Oh, so you're going to let someone else tell them. I still talk about Santa like he's real. He is real. But like, I'm just saying. Like, if, I'll be like, Santa bought me this for Christmas. Every time. Yeah. So even I if they say, Santa. Mom, you would never lie to me, is Santa real? I would say he is real in our hearts. 
he is the spirit of the holiday. Look at he is the reason for the season. Look at media training over here, 101. <laughs> Knows exactly how to handle this, the, yes. the, uh, the Santa situation. Um, uh, yeah, there was a couple other games that I, I was going to bring up. I remember playing. Have you ever played Dirty Jenga? Um, I mean, I've played with those blocks, but I didn't get naked or like did any of that. <laughs> well, I should have set that up a little bit better. Dirty Jenga you don't need to do like any nasty shit. Like yeah. you don't need to be like, Hey, like make out with a person, you know, tongue all, blah, 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 to the person next to you. You could just come up with, I remember I listen and you have to be very, very careful with dirty Jenga because the things you write on the block, they could happen to you on the next game. So you have to be very, very careful. Cause I remember like one of them that I, that I remember writing down was like, you had to, talk dirty while ordering like a pepperoni pizza and like you had to be like moaning the entire time it was some sick shit and then i ended up getting that like two games later and, and so did you do it had to do it so dirty jenga like you know you just come up with frisky things to do it's like truth and dare truth or dare it's basically exactly but they're all dares pretty yeah. much for the yeah. most dare part. or dare I, and what do you meme have you ever played that I remember have. when i played that with zed i'm really good at that game what do you meme mm-hmm. yeah if, what do you meme is a great game to get for the family take that back what I recommend is because they, they want you, they encourage you to use other people's IG photos or just photos of other people to play the well, game. Well, it's kind of similar to like apples to apples cards or um, cards. I've actually played that with my family on Christmas before. That was a riot. Cards Against Humanity? <laughs> yes. Well, your family has a good sense of humor, so <laughs> yes, I can see that do. working out. Yeah. Don't play it if your family like gets uncomfortable. Mm -mm. Yeah, because what do you meme is like, they got some... Got some crazy shit in there. Yeah, they say like the word cock and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. They say bad words on those cards. They say the word cock. Can you believe they that? Do. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Oh, that's so good. But yeah, I just thought those were like a couple. I really th am thinking about the Macy's Day Parade drinking game. That sounds like a real treat. Have you, when's the last time you've watched the Macy's Day Parade? I remember it being big when I was growing up. But I don't remember. As an adult, you've you've lost the spirit. Absolutely not. I just haven't been at the right place at the right time. And and I don't want to watch it later in the day. If I'm going to watch it, I want it when it's live. So like you know how they'll exactly. show a rerun. So I don't feel the same. Yeah, you want to watch it live. Yeah, I don't. That's why yeah. I like parades. Yeah, yeah. Because they're live. Anything could happen. <laughs> stop! Stop yelling at me! Stop yelling! It's awesome. No, I I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, and then when we, this is the kind of the last thing I wanted to, to bring up when, with the holiday spirit stuff, when it comes to significant others, yeah. this is a, this is a debate. A lot of people I feel have of how much they need to spend on their significant other. You've been dating your dude for nine years. Yeah. I wonder if the price goes up or goes down as you're dating someone for that long. So give people a general idea, your opinion, what you feel the right amount of money is to spend on your significant other for Christmas. So Jared and I are different. As you know, we communicate we communicate about everything. Mm -hmm. Like we tell each other everything. So we'll literally straight up say, hey, how much money are you dropping this year? Or, you know, sometimes we straight up say, hey, buy me this, I need this. Uh. Or what do you need? Um, this year we're not even doing presents. We're just going to book a vacation. But... I mean, it was my 30th and he bought me a Valentino bag, so. Is that expensive? That's very expensive. Oh, okay, yeah. so does that mean you owe him something? Because I feel like there's, there's IOUs no, I floating him around a seven, all over the place. What is that, a big 70-inch TV one year? 
for his birthday. <laughs> when the big, I got him a big television. I don't know how, what size, 77, 75, I don't That's know, That's a pretty whatever. big TV. Jules. I bought him a big TV, which probably cost the same as the Valentino bag. Couple grand? Yeah. Well, what's the number then? Talk to like a normal peasant, like who maybe has been in a relationship for a year, or just started dating for six months or yeah, three months. Yeah, so girls, you can buy like a sweater or a golf club or something <laughs> that he likes to do, something that's a hobby. <laughs> But always buy him a sweater, buy him some clothes. He usually doesn't know how to dress, so buy him some clothes so he looks good. The male, if you have, I mean, if you're my age, you're in your 30s, you have a good job, you're making a lot of money, uh, yeah, you should be buying her some like nice pair of shoes or something. Give me a number, man. Like A thousand bucks. Fuck. Yeah. Like a piece or $500 A lot of companies give bonuses on Christmas. Yeah. But where do you spend that money? Well, I'm your saying- significant other. But like five hundred a piece. The mail should drop a thousand. Because I don't want it to. I don't want people to show up to a situation where it's like the office, and you know, it's a twenty dollar a twenty dollar limit, and someone shows up with an iPod. You know. Yeah. No. I mean, the mail should. Yeah. If you're in your thirties, if you're in your twenties, it's a different story. Why? She breaks everything down by age. Yeah, it's like, all about how much money you back make. Back in my heyday, when I was doing <laughs> this, I used to just. I used well, to if just you're only splurge. making fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Versus 150 or 200. I don't feel like I got a good answer out of that. I don't feel like a... I'm not a big gift person. It's not uh, my love language. Uh, what is your love language? Touch. Tight. And words of affirmation. <laughs> cool. What are the other... I, I don't even want to dive <laughs> into that. I've just always been curious. It's always like an argument that I... Like every year is like, oh, you know, they got me this mm. last year, you know. If you're like first dating around the holidays, it's only been like a month or two months or oh, something. Oh yeah, this is saucy, yeah. Just do something super, super thoughtful. You don't have to spend a lot of money, but do something thoughtful. Give me an example of someone that has done something really, really thoughtful. Like a picture in a frame of like, I don't know, maybe your first date. Mm. Or maybe they really know that you love Ben and Jerry's fish food ice cream, so they get you Ben and Jerry's fish food like ice cream. Like a gallon of it or something. Yeah. Something just thoughtful that, like, you're like, okay, this person, like, you love golf. Mm -hmm. So if I was newly dating you, I'd buy you something that has to do with golf. It's really expensive. And so. I'd buy you, like, a golf shirt. A golf polo. Yeah. Or golf socks. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> no, I, I agree with yeah. you. I, I, that I agree with you. It's all about you. the thought and a card. Write your ca handwritten card. Because you don't want to throw too much money at the situation. No. You definitely want to be more. It's not thoughtful. all about money. It's not about how much it costs. Say that one more time. So it's that not. It's real. That's truly how I feel. I've never been a materialistic person. You know that. Yeah. No. I, you would be. You'd be a great person to date. I am. You know. You. You just so lovely. I like adventure and travel. Buy me a plane ticket. I recommend that to anybody. Like, forget mm -hmm. the gifts. I. I highly suggest going that route. There's nothing. I've never regretted spending money on travel. Yeah, and honestly, like, I love the bag that Jared got me. It's the first expensive bag that I own, probably the last one, because I've used it maybe three times. So it just, like, sits in my closet. I'm afraid to use it. I totally agree with you. I bought a Vitamix blender, <laughs> and, and I haven't used to, that. And you're afraid to use it? Yeah, and I've bought, uh, and then I bought a, um, a cast iron. I haven't used that shit either, because I'm you just You gotta scared. use the cast iron. I know. I, I live on that thing. I'm terrified, man. Like, especially the Vitamix. It was like a $300 blender and yeah. I just haven't even used it once. Okay. We need to build up your confidence. I know. <laughs> We're a blender. Yeah. We need to build up your confidence. <laughs> um, shout out the business one more time. And um, 
And that way, like everyone who's, cause it's, this is the perfect time. It's the holiday season. People need to look good for Thanksgiving. Yeah. People need to look good for it's Friendsgiving. Mo- you know, my favorite it's commercial the- is Which one? <laughs> when they're in the mall and everybody's like pushing each other over, trying to get the Furby and like, and the song is, it's the most wonderful mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Great commercial. I hope they bring losing, it back this year. Just losing their share. Are you going to have like a Black Friday sale? Or? I am. But you're just going to have to wait to find out what it is. Call that a tease? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So give, give out the uh, the business one more time. At shop June 3rd, shopjune3rd.com. It's my birthday, June 3rd. And that's why you know, super mm-hmm. original idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is really a is. super original idea. Fuck you. It is. <laughs> it actually is. Have you ever heard of a store named after somebody's birthday? No, they're exactly. usually pr- not selfish at all, like about it. You what know? is yours? December 3rd, December 21st, 20th. 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 December yeah. 20th would be a horrible name for a store. I feel like if I came out with shop on December 20th, that's that a horrible a, name, would be a shitty name. Shop June 3rd does, does flow. Thank you. No, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys see you. the Boston? You see the Boston come out of her right there? It's a great fucking name, it by is. the way. I'm very confident about it. <laughs> As you should be. Thank you. Not the way I wanted to end the podcast, but uh, honestly, no, Julia has worked so hard. I know it. She does so much of the groundwork Mm -hmm. for the company. I mean, she is the company. So so if you want to support local, do you shop, do you ship to other states and shit? Fuck yeah, I do. Tight. I've shipped to California, Washington, Texas. I'm like, I have a little board. I want to hit every state. That's that's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So if you're one of the, uh, if you're a listener and you're you're not in one of those states that she named, let's get Julia on the board. Yeah, I want to send one to Hawaii. Yeah, that's some Alaska, shipping. Alaska, where you are? <laughs> Alaska, you got you got some parkas and shit. You getting exactly, ready for that? Exactly. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Listen, Julia Swag is through the roof. Make sure you go to shopjune3rd.com. Follow her on social media. She's all over the place. Uh, episode twenty nine of the It's Always Something podcast. Have a great beginning to the holiday season, my loves.